What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Um, I'm talking now, this is Suzanne, and uh, Megan is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> coming in here I'm, hello darling sweetie i'm in the garden i'm in the i'm in our lovely zen garden here uh-huh. in lovely key west yes yeah, so we've been in florida for the last week we did an incredible event live your magic um and then we celebrated megan's birthday and flew to miami and then drove to key west and this is our last full day in Key West, Florida. And it's been a whirlwind of a ride, I tell you. I feel like everything has changed. <laughs> you know what is so fun yeah. is that, that like, when I when something comes through to create, I always am like, you know, this is going to be the best thing ever. But that really was the best thing ever, like, that I've mm-hmm. ever done. It was, like... If somebody listening is from Access, is like kind of the same change that happens in a seven-day event or an SOP event. It was like, um, wow, it's like nothing I've ever been to. It's like nothing I've facilitated it in a different way than I ever have before. And, oh, my gosh, like we put our – we launched ourselves into a whole new reality. Like, and that was the whole point, right, is like live your magic, not just do it over here in a session or just, oh, I have parking magic, but like – freaking live it dude and it's like but what Mm -hmm. i what i what i know and didn't know is how many constructs i would need to let go of to actually open the partitions and the segmented spaces and places where i haven't let magic in and to like really like blow that out so that the magical energy that potent energy could be infused in every part of my life and our lives and like everybody who is at the event is molecularly restructuring currently um, or unstructuring as the case may be. Like we did our follow-up call yesterday and it's like, we're all just like, Whoa, dude, what happened? But it's like, um, it's time for us. I like, and, and I'm super excited that this is cult that live your magic got coincided with this blow shit up series because they go together. Like, I hadn't, I don't know if you thought about that when we came up with this idea, but, like, in order to really be in the miracle and the magic that we are, we have to blow things up. And it doesn't, I don't necessarily, it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be explosions. Sometimes it does. But as uh, your sister um, showed us in Live Your Magic, that blowing up could look like, right? And just the molecules just change in this really beautiful way. And, 
Um, and we're going to talk about that specifically with the body today of how people have tried to change their bodies and open up their bodies. And we're going to go in, we're going to blow that shit up and go in a totally different way. Yeah, because um, it's really interesting, this reality's um, version around bodies and, you know, having the history that I have as a personal trainer and a health coach, I was very much educated and uh, in the whole kind of traditional methods regarding food and exercise and, um, and you know, how to take care of your body with um, vitamins and, you know, just all the Western medicine and what, you know, is what has been the authority around, you know, all of that. And so um, getting into access consciousness and realizing that that was just really not the whole you know, story. It wasn't the whole um, enchilada. And so it's been really an incredible journey for me to um, see what's true for me about all of that stuff and then um, and then open up to maybe, um, what are you doing? <laughs> there is a music <laughs> point. <laughs> that's the chimes um, out here, honey. Oh, that's the chimes. How awesome. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. Um, so opening up to new energies and new ways of actually um, creating the body in the way that you want to. And, yeah, I mean, we we started on this ride of seven weeks of blow some shit up, and we had no idea that we were going to be pretty much blowing up um, all kinds of constructs. Um, we've been um experiencing this a lot with our bodies, especially this week in Florida. Um, and so we're going to get into that today. Um, and, you know, there's more in store for our Blow Some Shit Up series. And um, if you're interested in Live Your Magic, it is coming to Dallas um, in June. And do you remember the dates of that, hun? I think it's the 9th, 10th, and 11th. Mm-hmm. Did you and see how I rattled so, that off? I'm telling I you, know, right? everything is that, the opposite of what it appears it to be. <laughs> certainly, certainly is. So yeah, the ninth, tenth, and eleventh in Dallas, um, and it's gonna—it's an incredible event. It, it really will change your world. So if you don't want to deconstruct and actually live your magic, then freaking don't come. And there's um, there's going to be more information. There's links underneath the recording of this um, for information about Live Your Magic. And so um, well, Keisha, our producer, will put that landing page there for you, and you can get more information. And it's way out, right? You have a few months to really look at this and see if it's the right fit for you and, um, you know, get flights and hotels and all that kind of stuff to yes. um, absolutely come to Dallas. Um, and you, I mean, honestly, I don't know about if you guys know Megan very well, but Megan is, um, creates, she has this molecular infusion that creates sexual energy. She creates she is sexual energy, <laughs> and she infuses <laughs> that energy into um, into people, into people's bodies, into their lives, and you just you you get turned on in her workshops. And so, it's when we say come to Dallas, we mean that literally. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you do orgasmic. Oh. In your body, then don't get your butt to Dallas. Okay. 
So more information uh-huh. about that. Um, but, you know, interestingly enough, I think that's a good segue to our call today, right? Yes, it is. Um, the, it's so interesting, too, because it's generally the thing that we have the most energy on that is the portal to the our body changing, our body becoming alive, our body, like, getting turned back on. Um, I have had such a dance with sexual energy in my life, and it's, I've suppressed it, I've twisted it, I've bastardized it, I've acted out on it, I have fun, I've gone sideways, round and round we go with it, six ways to Tuesday. And it's so interesting that as this energy of molecular infusion began to open up in me, and it was through um, my work with, and our work with Dane here, going through the ESB and the SOP, and then to Maestro, and his invitation for us all to find what our version, what our gifts of energy were to turn those on. And this is a, the, this energy was a direct um, sort of awareness that came through my question about what is this for me. And as I turned it on, I realized that it has, um, it is run in great part uh, by my sexual energy. And I want to like define or kind of define or at least point people in the direction of what I mean by that. It's not simply like orgasmic energy, although it's that. It's that the sexualness that we are as bodies on this planet is nurturing, it's healing, it's orgasmic, it's alive. It's, it's all of those energies and potencies that we use to give and receive at the, at the most expanded levels. And so it's an energy that um, takes us to different realities. It's an, it's an energy that allows us to construct different or to create different realities. Um, and, and, yeah, it's also about turned on and orgasms and all of that fun, juicy stuff. But I'm telling you, at, 50, at 51, 52, which I just turned, like, it's so crazy that I have more sexual energy and more aliveness than I've ever had in my whole life by turning it on and allowing it to help me deconstruct all of the compartments that I put it in, all of the departments I put it in, compartments and departments, um, that I have segmented that energy into that actually created disease in my body. It created weight in my body. It created, um, I would say, a shutdown in in my sexual relationships. And, And something that Suzanne and I have been playing with this week is opening up our sexual energy. And we're going to talk about how that is changing the body. Um, we're going to go in a totally different direction with opening up the body and deconstructing bodies today. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really interesting because I would say, like, um, you know, we got into a pattern in our relationship where we were not um, expressing a lot of sexual energy with each other. We were directing that into our business. And then, you know, we would be really kind of like tired at the end of lots and lots of hours of business. And then, you know, we would go out to eat and eat. Um, and so, you know, and, and drink wine and like chill out and stuff to like um, kind of deep rag. And so we got into this kind of pattern and then we would like, you know, watch TV um, and go to sleep. Um, and, you know, and it's not that bad, but it really was um, a, a, like a very much a rut in our relationship. And our bodies really suffered, you know, like our bodies, we, we became less and less alive. 
And so in coming to Florida and even, you know, Live Your Magic, it was like we, you know, we're going to proactively open up our sexual energies and see what happens. And, you know, so it's been a really crazy thing. It's like really kind of crazy circus sex in Florida, which is freaking awesome. Um, But it's also been so interesting to look at how that has affected our bodies. Like, I bet you Megan has lost maybe, what, like, 10 pounds, 15 pounds, something mm-hmm. like that in mm-hmm. a matter of few, in a few weeks. And, mm-hmm. um, and I totally, I don't have not gotten even on a scale, but I'm um, down so much in like so much more fit in my body. Um, and it didn't have anything to do necessarily with exercise or eating. Although I would say both of us are eating a lot less and we're moving a lot more, but it's not coming from this place of should. It's not coming from this place of I have to lose weight. It's not coming from this place of this is a to do on my list. It is, it is totally coming from this orgasmic energy, this aliveness in our bodies. And then we find that we're so turned on to life and so turned on, like here in Florida, that we only want three bites, you know, that we only, um, that, you know, we're just out walking on the ocean, you know, on the beach. And that it's coming from this organic place of our bodies wanting to move. And, um, and so I've not, I've thought less about, you know, the structure of what, food and exercise should be for me. I've I've thought less about it this week than ever in my entire life, and my body is responding um, incredibly. Um, And so, you know, there's there's another way here, you know, and there's like some um, body constructs that we've bought into that may or may not be true, you know, and so I, you know, we're giving you the basically the opportunity to take a look at really what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. Um, something I want to add to that, which is that in in really having to have this capacity that I have, choosing to turn it on, choosing to turn it up, and choosing to allow it to lead the entire workshop, we turned everybody on, including our own, our own silly selves. And... Um, mm-hmm. It's like one of the things that came out of it was this uh, access has been talking about hedonism for a long time, that humanoids, i.e. people who function more from energy and less from structure, um, that they are hedonists in their nature. And hedonism has been misidentified and misapplied a lot. It has been misidentified as gluttony. And and that's not what we're talking about here. Hedonism is living for pleasure. It is like having mm-hmm. pleasure in the walk on the beach and receiving the beach. It's a pleasure in one bite of food, but to actually feel like all of the orgasmic energy in, in a bite of food. Um, it's, and it's all of that opened up. It sort of spontaneously happened in the workshop where people started feeding each other and like we were dancing and just like, it was just amazing. And well, that came out of it was that we there's going to be a um a next level of this workshop like a retreat uh like a an advanced version that we're going to call zen hedonism the art of receiving because we really got that this the i this 
pleasure thing has been so misidentified and misapplied. And, and that if we would allow our bodies to feel the pleasure they're designed to feel, our bodies would operate from the chaos they're designed to operate from, and we would be healthy, we would be alive, we wouldn't have disease, we would be like basically having sex with trees. I don't know if that's interesting to anyone, but it's kind of cool. And I'm just saying. And, so, <laughs> and like, you know, it's like this whole new world that has opened up. And I had so much shit on pleasure. I really did. And we, we do as a society. But I don't know how many of you know this, but even like on a scientific level, your pleasure receptors outnumber your pain receptors by like a billion to one. Like, our bodies are freaking designed for pleasure. So when you're looking at, hey, how do I want to be different in my body? How, I, how do I want to, how do I want my body to feel? How do I want to look? How All of that kind of stuff can't be done through a construct because your body, that's actually painful for your body. That actually goes against your body. It breaks down your body. And so if you can go, if, consider the possibility that you could go in the pleasure door rather than the constriction, right. restriction, and um, austere, you know, austerity door, mm -hmm. that it actually mm -hmm. might be a body hack to something, to like a whole different reality. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really interesting, too, because I would say, like, it kind of goes beyond, we're talking a lot about, like, you know, the weight that we've lost, like the energy that we feel in our bodies, but I would say that, for me, it's even gone beyond that. It's gone, like, my the pain in my body is gone. Um, there's also, there was, like, a rash on my face that I've had for years that, like, this week is, like, the lowest amount of rash that I've ever had. Um, and so, like, there's this incredible way that my whole body is adjusting and aligning to um, to its original Self and its original shape, and it really has been um, triggered by pleasure. And um, I remember going to a workshop. Um, who's that lady that we went to the workshop with in California um, way back? I remember that, Megan? Uh, um, Janine Ross. Janine Ross, yeah. Um, and I remember going to a workshop. She does a lot of stuff on food and bodies and stuff like that. And she handed out to the, to the whole um group of people um she gave them a chip a chocolate and something else i can't remember i think it was like strawberry or something and she basically took us to this process where we um ate that thing in little tiny bites we like left it on our tongue we tasted the salt of the chip um it was like little itty bitty bits right um, and she took us through this process with all of with the chocolate and with the chips. I remember those specifically. And I had never, never tasted a chip or a chocolate, a piece of chocolate that way ever in my whole life. And it was it was orgasmic. It was incredible. Um, and like once you experience that with a piece of chocolate, it's like you don't have to eat the whole chocolate bar, right? Like less. Um, we're staying in this amazing room in Key West, and the um, the people that are the owners, um, they she makes this amazing key lime pie that has been in her family for 20 years, and we were like basically using our fingers to like lick this key lime pie and feed it to each other, 
right? And I'm telling you, it was like the most, I mean, it really is amazing key lime pie, but mixed with like the aliveness of our bodies, the, sex, the sexualness of us, like it really was orgasmic, right? And I, I mean, we had like two bites each and, um, and it was incredible. And that was it. That was all we needed, right? That was all that was required in that moment. Um, and, you know, it really just makes you become aware, much more aware of how much you're covering up your own aliveness with the food and density of what you're eating and drinking. So I think we're, we need to go on break, my love. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do, darling. And we'll, we're going to talk more about orgasms when we return. So if that's not an invitation to come back after the break, I don't know what is. You're <laughs> listening to Love Life and All Things Weird, and it's getting hot in here. Come back. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and change maker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your Pleasure Palace hosts, Megan and Suzanne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, and you promised them you were going to talk about orgasm. So. I really did. We're going to do it. <laughs> But I want to talk about the different kinds of orgasms, too. Like, a lot of times people think that orgasm is just, like, um, you know, a sexual, like, physical release. But what I've been noticing is we've been playing with feeding each other and, like, just, like, having these moments where we're, like, present with a flower or whatever is, like, there's like, these waves of energy 
like, like kind of like an orgasm that moves through my body. And it is like a, or it's an orgasmic energy. It's not like an orgasm or a climax per se, but it's kind of like that. Um, and I find that that energy mixed with sort of this presence, right, creates this um, almost like an alchemical process in the body that changes it. So, like, I want to, is it okay for me to share, like, what I did on my birthday? Sure, yeah. Okay. Because, like, that's where kind of I really, it was like, so my whole life I've had, I've had this thing about loving, like, kind of buffets and eating off of other people's plates. And I, I, like, I would rather have little bites of other people's foods than have my own plate. And now I realize why. It's like, as soon as I get my own plate, I kind of go into this construct of like, oh, must finish what's on the plate, blah, 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 right? And like, and, and there's this sort of construct around it. But when I, I um, Suzanne created this awesome um, surprise birthday brunch for me on my birthday. And there was like, I don't know, 30 some people there or 40 people or, and it was, we just sort of overtook the restaurant, the poor people, they were, didn't even know what to do. And I was like, and, and Suzanne asked me what I wanted to eat. And I said, I don't want to order anything. I want I want to have bites from everybody's plate, right? And um, so I just, like a little gap by, went in and out of people. When I saw things that I wanted, I was like, feed me. And one of my rules was not feeding myself at my birthday and also feeding other people, right? And there was just this whole, I mean, I just, uh, I was at the Pleasure Palace. You know, it was so fun. And um, I have this really good friend that I haven't seen for a long time that was there. And I, she wasn't drinking, but she was like, I said, could I, like, pour, like, a couple of drops of champagne down your mouth? And she said, yes. And she's very, like, attuned to her body. And I came over with the champagne, and I poured a couple of drops down her mouth. And she actually expressed everything that happened in her body, like this pleasure and these waves and all this stuff and that's when I got it I was like oh my gosh like when you combine that um, orgasmic energy right with receiving and just like tasting whatever it is right whether it's tasting somebody's kiss or the way they look at you or a, a piece of food right and it's like that when that presence is there it it kind of like turns on the pleasure centers and it changes something. She said she physically felt different after just like this couple of drops of just us being totally present, totally in play together. And it was like, it, it just like, I had this huge awareness, like, Oh my gosh, like this could really help us open up the pleasure centers of our body that have been shut down, that have been suppressed, that have been depressed, where we've been trained to this reality called suffering and pain. And so our body can never be the chaos of pleasure. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what was so fun about that birthday lunch <clears throat> is, you know, I mean, Megan is quite a ham and she was just dancing what? about and, <laughs> um, and she was so lit up that she lit up the entire um, the entire restaurant, except for the few judgmental people in the corner. And, um, <laughs> they were having a time of it because we were really overwhelming yes. them. <laughs> yes. Um, and you know what? Like, that's the thing is that in this way, you are going to have people judge you. I mean, like this morning, I was um, skipping on the pier, 
I was like dancing to a song. I was full on skipping and dancing and going clear to the end of the pier as part of my exercise. Um, and there was like 20 people on the pier and they just stared at me. And then some of them would stare away because they felt so uncomfortable that I would express, you know, with my body that way. Um, and you know what? It was like I would have a moment of constriction of like, okay, well, nobody else is doing this crazy dance. I Maybe I should, you know, tone it down a little bit. And then it was just like there was this fierceness in me of like, no, absolutely no. Like I get to express what's true for me. I get to express how this, this music feels in my body, and I'm going to be as big as I want to be. And you know what? You guys can, like, go do what you want to do with that. You know, like, avoid me or, you know, judge me or actually just be in tune with me and like me and, and smile at me. I got, like, two people to smile at me out of, like, 20. So um, we, we are not, you know, we are not accustomed to these expressions in our society. So at lunch it was making the certain people uncomfortable because of the sexualness, the energy, the aliveness in the place, and it was just play. It was just fun. You know, it was just bodies responding to um, to touch. So every and to like a few drops of champagne down somebody's mouth, right? So everywhere <laughs> that you know, we've made that wrong. Everywhere that you have to shut down and minimize and judge and constrict around your sexual energy. That there is some appropriate way to behave, an inappropriate way to behave and express your creativity. Can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, and bad, time talk all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. And everywhere that because you have sexual feelings, you know, in your body means that you have to copulate with somebody, that somehow, you know, because Megan was turning on a body meant that there was some inappropriate thing going on with them, which is just absolutely like a lie. Can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes, please. Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pun and pop, all night, shirts, boys, and beyond. I mean, bodies like to turn other bodies on, and it does not mean anything. Every All the significance that you've made about sexual energy um, or about the lack of sexual energy, um, and anywhere that that sexual energy flows, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pun and pop, all night, shirts, boys, and beyond. I want to add some, de I want to do some deconstructs around pleasures too. And just as a quick um, piece of information, if this is your first show and you don't know what the hell we're just saying in this clearing statement, just know that it is a statement that clears energy all the way to the source of where it was created. And you can go to theclearingstatement.com if you want more information. So pleasure. That is something, and I was just telling Suzanne at the very beginning before we were preparing for the show, is like I used to have such a charge on it, and I and I think part of it was from my Mormon upbringing. It wasn't a word that was ever, ever, ever used, and if it was used, I could feel like my whole family's construction around it. And then, like, as I started getting into, like, the New Age movement and stuff like that, people were using it almost in, like, a spiritual override. Like, oh, it's just so, I, I'm feeling so much pleasure right now. And it's like, oh, it's so pleasurable. And it's like, what? I don't know. It, it was almost like a, it was almost like, um it was almost like kind of like porn in a way where how it's like this, this like fake sense of turn on 
that isn't like mm-hmm. based in like true pleasure. And so I got like I got so turned off by it, and and I couldn't even say that word for most of my life, you know. Mm-hmm. And so like um, so it's this word that's burgeoning in me right now as like what is that authentic? What is that? Actually, what is that? What is that authentically? So anything that doesn't allow us to know what pleasure actually is, what it means, how it wants to be in the body, how it wants to play in the body, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, and pot, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. And everywhere and anywhere we've misidentified and misapplied what pleasure is and all of the constructs and all of the heaviness that has been placed on it and all of the implants, everywhere we've been implanted and explanted to never actually choose pleasure because that would change everything, including the earth, including consciousness, including explode constructs. Can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. And what if pleasure is the portal to consciousness? What if pleasure is not necessarily the only portable? What if it is a portal to consciousness in a way that we've never imagined or never considered before? And everything that doesn't allow us to be it, to know it, to perceive it, to receive the energy of pleasure and where it can bring us and what new realities it can help us create, can we uncreate and destroy all of that? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyond. That was a good one, that last one. That oh, felt that. Really. That was was that so yummy? We are, yes, we are like turning on the chat rumors, I tell you what. Um, <laughs> I told you we were getting into orgasms today, people. <laughs> I know. Probably the, the listeners, too, because, you know, Keisha makes a really good point. She says, and I love that this energy is not limited to where we physically are in any given moment it is available everywhere and so even as you know because we have so much sexual energy between us Megan and I and we've been turning that up and turning that up and turning that up and you know and that live your magic and beyond that sharing that like opening up opening up all that energy and how big can we create how big can we make it Um, and so you feel that you feel that in our words, you feel that in the energy, you feel that in the call, and then it turns you on. And what if we could have a world where everybody was turned the F on? Can you imagine what kind of world that would be? So anything in the way, everything that that brings up for you, that you would be out of control, that there would be mayhem, that, you know, people would be like, you know, there'd be affairs or whatever you have on, you know, being turned on. Can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, around good and bad, time, pop, online, shirts, boys, and beyond. Yeah, I like love what says, what would the world be like if we were all in this energy of pleasure, hedonism, creativity, orgasmic, generative energy, and joy? And mm-hmm. everywhere that you can't even, like, that you cannot perceive, be, know, or receive that energy, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pop, all nine shirts, boys, and beyonds. And all of the causal incarcerations, incarnations, and incongruities around the shame on sexual pleasure, the shame um, on hedonism, the restriction and constriction, and making the body wrong for its orgasmic sexualness, um, and that you've bought that lie and it's been brought down from your genetic um, heritage into this body, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. 
right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Hmm. I love that the rooster crowed. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what the F is the problem with you people? Like, fucking is awesome. <laughs> it's like, what? what is the matter with you? Like, come on, let's get down. Let's do this. Let's make some eggs, people. Let's do that. <laughs> oh, man. And it's so interesting, you know, as, like, um, I've been noticing, like, animal bodies lately and how they're, like, like in particular, like, um, big cats, you know, like, um, panthers and like uh, leopards and like all of that, right? And there's just like this total presence of embodiment that they have. And it's sexy. It is so sexy. And it's like they they live from a place of like total embodiment and like um, they eat when they want. They don't when they don't want. They have sex when they want. They, You know, it's just this total instinctual way of being and I I believe that you know with the constructs of religion and this reality and puritanism and all of that kind of stuff how it has been um I don't know like whipped out of us because there's and 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 then my point of view is that it was because there's power in it and as long as we were denying pleasure then religion could control us and it's interesting that so much of the early days of the Catholic Church, it was all like the whole point was to beat your body. The whole point was to punish your body and to hurt your body and to deny the body and restrict the body. Why is that? What if the body is like, what if our bodies is like the most potent thing we could be doing on this planet? And in my, my humble opinion, I think it is because like we can go anywhere and not have a body. Right, but we're embodied here. Like, hey, there might be a reason <laughs> that we have bodies here. What is the potency of our, of the body of our bodies that we have been refusing? That if we would choose it, would change all reality forever. Mm-hmm. And everything that is times a gazillion. Can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. Well, and just what I love, I love that, you know, I mean, just the other day, you were just, I think you said earlier that there's more pleasure points on our body than pain points on our body, right? Like there's thousands of pleasure points on our body. And why is that? Why is that? Why when we come to see in the body, if it wasn't meant to be turned on, if there, if we weren't, if there weren't so many avenues to pleasure, and why, you know, like why would we spend so much time um, constricting and restricting around that except that it is a pure source of joy and also power um, to not only change our own bodies but to change this reality. And so we wouldn't want too much of that, <laughs> right? Like that would just be, it would just make life way too fun and way to create it. So Yeah, don't don't touch that, yo. Don't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's the pure creation energy. Um and you know what what we were talking about um before is that we put all of our creation energy into our business. 
and we didn't put it in our relationship or in our bodies. And so there's also a way that we segment and compartmentalize those energies that it can only go one particular way or can only go with one particular person. Um, and so can we uncreate and destroy that as well? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, on a talk online, shirts, boys, and beyond. And I'd like to talk more about that, how we do the either or and segmentation and compartmentalization and managing and all that kind of stuff when we get back from break. You are listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird, and we'll be back. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's check. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. <laughs> hello, hello. Breaker on nine, breaker one nine, come in, come in. Are we back live? Are we back live? We are back live. We are back live and love life and all things weird. And Megan was supposed to bring us in, but she is not bringing us in. So I will. <laughs> 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 oh, goodness. Anyhow, so what we did we we were going to talk about separation and constructs, right? Um, like you know um, how, like what you did with putting all of your energy into business, you know, all of your creation energy into business. Um, mm-hmm. And then there wasn't any other, I mean, not like not none, but just generally like a trickle in other places of your life. So mm-hmm. would you like to like talk about that? <laughs> Hi, my name is Megan. 
um, and I'm a compartmentalaholic, um, and um, I'm powerless against this force of compartmentalization and departmentalization. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think that um, I, I, in my, what I see, what I've noticed for myself, and when I look at, like, the work that I've done and, and the clients that I've worked with and, and like my whole life experience would show me that you have to manage the energy. You have to manage this orgasmic sexual energy, this pleasure energy. And that um, if one of the best ways to do that is to compartmentalize it. Right. So it's like, it's the same thing that, that I, it's interesting because that's one of my biggest intentions for live your magic was to have people quit compartmentalizing their magic into just these little tiny um, compartments like okay when I'm doing massage then I can be magic or when I'm doing a workshop then I can be magic instead of like your freaking life dude and I had done I didn't even realize to the degree that I had done it with this energy um, with this pleasure energy the sexual energy where it's like it's so big in me like when it's completely turned on like wild things happen and it's like um, it's a little scary even for me, but it's also I've noticed that it has been scary for other people in my life and partners in my life. And so it's a really good way to, say, modulate or manage this kind of big energy is to put it in different compartments. Like it's like, OK, I'm going to put it all here. I'm going to put it all in this one relationship and I'm not going to have this energy anywhere else. And it's the number one place I see people put it is into Mm -hmm. one person and that is like first of all it's a lot of pressure on one person to fulfill that and second of all like it's such a cutting off of of Mm -hmm. the we it's cutting off community it's cutting off from all of the people and all of the things that you could be receiving from and with me like business like like business is so connected to for me what i would call like my what I'm doing on the planet, the change I'm here to make, the purpose that I am. It it made a lot of, like, intellectual sense to go put it all there because this is the most important thing. And what was so, so cute is that through through building my business and wanting to create this worldwide impact incomes molecular infusion to just bust all those structures right out of how I thought I was doing business and, and, and to realize that, oh, my gosh, like, I had shut down this aliveness energy in every other part of my life except for business. And, like, as I'm opening that up, coming up against those constructs, like the other night, like, we went dancing, and um, I had this, I was fully, like, in this energy, and I literally was like a magnet. I had people coming up to me, asking me to go, go to sleep with them, or, like, well, not sleep, actually. They were asking me for sex. Let's just say what it is. And, like, I was, like, so – because for me, like, I've seen myself or identified, my, identified myself for most of my life as a lesbian, right? And so, like, to have all of these men coming at me, I was like, oh, God, what do I do with this, you know? And, like, um, and it was really beautiful two years ago in the ESB with Dane, like, this, this idea sponta- spontaneously came through about how, like, when you identify your sexuality, you cut off other people. That's another way we compartmentalize, right? And um, this whole thing unfolded where he's like, well, I don't think you're any of that. He's like, I think you're an orgasmian. And I was like, oh, that's what I am. 
thank you, you know, and, and ever since then, I've been feeling some of those constructs coming down. Like, what if you're not gay? What if you're not straight? What if you're not monogamous? What if you're not anything? What if you're just a, an orgasmic body that wants to enjoy life and enjoy pleasure and create new realities and create love and communion with everything and everyone? What about that? And everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Well, and what I love about that story is it's still about choice. You know what I mean? It's not about, like, going and copulating with everybody unless that's what you choose. Sweetie, I couldn't, I couldn't, I don't think I could have kept up with it. (laughs) I know, like, all these men coming at you, like, you get to choose in that moment. You know, you get to choose whether that's a yes or no. And so I think it's interesting, you know, for me what comes up when I'm in my sexual power and sexual potency is that I have all this energy coming at me and I feel like, ooh, it's kind of like wonky energy or whatever and I don't want that kind of energy, but I'd like this energy over here but not that energy over there. And it's like, no, that's like a control move. So I get to be the sexual potent powerhouse that I am and turn on my body and have my body be healthy and healing and whole um, through that, and then I get to transmute that energy, or I get to have choice around that energy. Um, and so everywhere that you have dumbed down your sexualness and your sexual energy um, to try to avoid um, situations or to avoid energy coming at you because it didn't feel safe, can you uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes! Right, wrong, good, and bad, kind of pop, all nine, short, poison, beyond. Because I would say even as fun as you had that night, it got so big for you that you ended up, like, shutting it down, right? And yep. so, mm-hmm. uh, And so it's a practice for both of us and for all of you to continue to up your game and say, okay, well, what's coming up for me as I keep this open, as I keep this turned up, as I keep this turned on? You know, is my partner getting uncomfortable? Um, and can we talk about it? And can we... Like, you know, have a conversation about, you know, how we can feel open with our sexual energy um, while still being in this relationship, you know, whatever that means for you, you know, because to to get in relationship and then shut down, um, you know, so that you basically become less alive um, is not the point of the relationship. The point of relationship, in my opinion, is to create more with each other and that it's a generative effect, you know. So I guess this is a really juicy topic um, for people. Like sexual energy is one of the most misidentified and most confused energies and most shamed energies on the planet. And, you know, and we have a choice. Um, All of us have a choice as to whether we are going to live, you know, a turned off life and settle and, you know, uh, or if we're actually going to generate the life and body and business and everything else with um, the, what what I would consider the most creative, um, biggest energy on the planet. Mm-hmm. And so everywhere you've been modulating, um, compartmentalizing, departmentalizing your orgasmic sexual pleasure body, can we uncreate and destroy that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyond. Like, what else is possible? Like, and maybe, you know, we've just been through this huge awakening that, that live your magic, like, just putting it on and facilitating it and everything that went, like, us saying yes to more when we said, hey, mm-hmm. we're taking this to the world. 
Like it opened up the energy that's actually required for us to actually give this to the world. And so if you're just kind of like, okay, like I know there's something here for me, but like where y'all are talking about sounds scary as hell to me. And it's okay. It's scary as hell to us. You know, like there's times where we just like, whoa. And, and I love what you said, hon, about like, you always have choice. Like you, if you like, you can say no, right? <laughs> like that's the part we forget. It's like, oh, like if I like am sexy and I'm in relationship and all these men are going to want me and then my boyfriend's going to get pissed. But it's like, you can say no to the men. If that's what's true for you, you know, it's like, I love what you said about that because we're always at choice. We're always a choice of how we want to express this energy. But I wanted to just give people some pretty, like some basic questions that they could start asking that might open this up and just a few suggestions about how they might start opening this up in a way that feels good to them. And just like something as simple as ask your body, hey body, show me what pleasure you would like to be receiving that I've been refusing you. Body, show me what pleasure you would like to be receiving that I have been denying, right? Mm -hmm. um, body, what do you desire that I haven't been acknowledging? You like, start actually asking some questions of your body. Let it open up a dialogue. Get it talking and, like, what is it that brings you pleasure? Like asking your body, asking yourself, like, what is it that you that gives you pleasure that you've been denying, right? And so, like, is it a walk in nature every day? Is it, like, um, that three bites of your favorite chocolate? Is it, what is it, what kind of pleasure have you been denying your body that would be so simple to give yourself, but you've just been denying it because you don't want to be as potent as, the pleasure you are would make you. And everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds. Do you want to add something to that? Darling? No, it's just all so yummy. It's all so no. yummy. <laughs> there she is. All a lot of sex, a lot of sexual energy running through your body and your whole world will change, okay? That's just what we're saying. So please go do it, you know, do whatever it takes to to get to that place in your body of orgasm because it's awesome, I'm telling you. So, <laughs> And get your butt to a Live Your Magic event because it's going to yes. open that up like unbelievable. And yes. and n not only that, but it's, it's going to open up if the you, energy. Oh no! Bye. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.